everybody! It's Thunder um, 7 Podcast. Hello. Hello! Happy St. Patrick's Day, or day after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Happy Hangover Day. Happy Shak- some other Saint's Day. Shakiar <laughs> Law. Aaron Gobra. Uh, Welcome, everyone. My name's Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And uh, we're some nerds of a podcast. We're some and nerds and we have a podcast. That is also true. I think uh. that's been every episode. I think we've started with that. No, it's part of our bit. Oh, it's it is part it? of our beginning bit. Yeah. It's probably not. Get with the program. I'm... We've been doing this for what? Yeah. Four years we now? Have... God, Jesus. Why have we have not been doing this for four years? Have uh, we been well, doing this we... for four I... years? I'm maybe not full four. Jesus. This is well, this is probably the fourth year that we've been yeah. doing that... this is sad <laughs> is it sad i feel like it's sad i feel like if we've been doing this for four years we should have like we should have more than a hundred we don't even have a hundred followers no, we fine. we may i mean i can't see any statistics on spotify which we are or which we we only joined like a like halfway through those four years mm. but um did we what were we recording on before spotify i mean we're, we're recording on um on soundcloud oh and oh we were right. available on duh. itunes duh, duh, and duh, duh. all sorts of other things duh. but like i did apparently spotify you need to do other stuff with and i didn't do that and then i did that and now we're on it so if okay. you're listening to this on something weird and you want to listen to it on spotify we listen to everything else you can do that we now. are on spotify <laughs> i was i got soundcloud and spotify mixed up because i'm and i'm an old man you also oh don't God. interact with it do you listen to our podcast? No, I've got much better <laughs> things to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, on it. Like, I feel like I don't know. I feel like listening to your own podcast is like the height of narcissism. <laughs> sometimes I go back to certain episodes and think, "Oh, that was an interesting take that you had," or "That mm. was a, a interesting conversation we kind of went through." But usually, no, I don't like listening to my sound, my own voice. I was thinking that about this the other day, though, where it's like. <laughs> You know, like, you know, if you ever like wonder, like, cause my, my, I know that you, you're, you're, uh, at least one of your grandparents are still alive. And I know mm-hmm. Elise's grandparents, uh, are still alive. My, my grandparents all passed away when I was fairly young. And so, like, I, I think my last, the last one passed away when I was like 12 years old. So, like, just as I was about to become like interested in like the past and like mm-hmm. history. Um, in like a like a real way, not just like oh castles and armor or cool kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so now like I'm like looking back on it and like man, I'm just like wonder what kind of people my grandparents really were. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, I've got things like I've got memorabilia of theirs. Like I've got like things that they wrote. Like I I've seen um, like the the uh, love letters that my maternal grandfather wrote to my grandmother when when. Uh, uh he was deployed in world war ii like that kind of stuff mm. but like man we like our grandkids are gonna just have <laughs> digital recordings of like every stupid <laughs> that we've had every two weeks oh my God. for like years <laughs> god some some poor descendant of ours is gonna get like needlessly into ancestry. I like, did you know Nana Elise had a pod? Nana Elise and Papa Nick had a podcast. I've I've, I've downloaded it all into the brain. That's uh, the the chip that's been the Elon Musk chip. Yeah, Elon Musk chip. Like, God damn it. Yeah, like the Elon Musk chip. You know, and I could beam it directly into your retinas, and it's like, oh my god! If you're living, in, if you're listening to this, like a hundred years in the future, <laughs> and, so and you're a descendant of ours, a we're sorry. <laughs> B, if you're living in the Elon Musk space colony, we're very disappointed in you. Oh yeah, yeah no, <laughs> we wanted well, so much better for your life. I mean, you gotta go. You gotta move to the socialist Saturn moon for dishonor <laughs> on you directly from your ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> you go move to the Sanders colony on Saturn. I swear to God, I will haunt you. I will haunt you. Did you end up in the Elon Musk Musk colony on Mars? I will find you. I don't know if those is haunting the future. The specter of Elise. A specter is haunting Mars. <laughs> Just saying. If a ghost, I don't know if a ghost can travel through space, but we're gonna we're about to find we're out. We're gonna find out. Man, this new red faction game is weird. 
You just play as a, as a little old lady's ghost. Uh, I'm like haunting some like nice house in here in Virginia. I bet it's like I just get like a whiff that one of my descendants moved to like a colony on Mars. And I'm like, nope, packing it up. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But listen, about- if you rule the colony on Mars, good for you. <laughs> If you rule the colony on Mars, why are you ruling it? You should step down and institute luxury gay space communism. No gods, no Fully masters. Um, Nana Elisa's a little of ruling is okay. <laughs> as a treat. You can have a little imperialism as a treat. It's like it's like that uh, bit from... That's, that's, that's the soak dem in you. That's like the democratic socialist take. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, a little imperialism is okay if we have socialism yeah. in the core. Just from time to time, you know, every once in a while. Just to spice things up. Listen, I'm just saying, if they're my descendants and they have my, like, my my taste for luxury and my inability to achieve it. I, I just, it, I'm just remember, uh, like remembering the uh, bit from Harmontown about... Uh, VIP the, Moon? Yeah, VIP Moon. VIP Moon! <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be restaurants. Yeah. No, we're gonna start a socialist colony yeah. on the moon. There's, no, there's not gonna be any money yeah. on the moon, the moon. but like, there's still gonna be nice restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? I'm gonna go make my own moon. It's called VIP Moon. It's like you can't have VIP Moon if we're all equal. <laughs> uh, what a great, what a great podcast. Uh, I, it is it is interesting that you bring up the topic of like leaving a, a time capsule to your descendants or something because mm-hmm. I I, I kind of like on a whim last week started like writing a letter to like the future being like hey if for some reason the internet no mm-hmm. longer exists maybe a printed copy of like someone's take on daily life in the 21st early 21st century might be interesting to read I don't know yeah I, I guess I've been reading through too many like 1600s documents for reasons. Uh, but it's like, it'd be nice for if we had reasons. someone's like <laughs> nerd reasons. Yes. It'd be nice if we had someone's like take on, on daily life for a regular person at this place in time. Yeah. And we have like a plethora of information on everyone's daily life on the internet. But if the internet doesn't exist, our podcast isn't able to be listened to by our descendants. What a dark future. So... That would be. <laughs> You know, you know who's who's We're gonna record authors? this on like a tape, like a cassette tape, and seal it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say, you know who's like writing down, writing down shit is the Bujo girls. Mm, you could become Bujo. a Bujo girl. Who's a Bujo girl? Um, so Bujo or bullet journaling. Mm. They're the people that are like writing down like just mundane shit that's happening <laughs> in in. Uh, in their diaries for the future, preserving it mm. for the future. Um, it's like, remember like back in like 2017, 2016, 15? I don't know. It's been going for a while. Um, and everybody was like making planners essentially out of like dotted notebooks and sketchbooks. No, I can't say I remember that trend. You missed this trend? I missed the trend. Oh my God. Girl who was alive in 2015. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But the I do anyway. I do. It's such you know podcasting, famously a visual medium. <laughs> um, but it's it's basically like you make your own planner because you're mm-hmm. you're bougie, and uh, you love stationery and adorable stickers, and you're a grown woman and you make your own planner. Um, <laughs> I gotcha. It's cool. I don't know. Like go go on Instagram. Go on the Insta. Look at it. I'll check it out. I'm not very bougie, but um, I, I I would definitely refer to myself as prole. Um, <laughs> that's an accurate statement, but um, but yeah, no, I I don't know. I I do think that that is an interesting idea, and uh, no, I, I must have missed that one. <laughs> it's the opposite of bad and bougie. It's poor and proley. Oh, <laughs> I don't know my. Uh, my 
I aspire to be bad and bougie with my bullet journal. <laughs> don't definitely... aspire to be bu- You can aspire to be bad, uh, but don't aspire to be bougie. That's not, uh, that's a good, good and prolet. Prol. <laughs> Poor and prol. Uh, definitely my bullet journal is prol and prol. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, we'll stop talking about bullet journals since, you know. <laughs> you have a really nice visual bullet, medium. bullet journal, Elise. Oh, if you, if you, you need the validation, it is very I nice. I do need validation thank you i saw i saw the page today where you were illust- you were illustrating the list of breweries and wineries that you want to go try um yes yeah. some scholar and, is gonna find this like hundreds of years from now it's in very an abandoned library mm-hmm. i'd be like man this elise chick had some problems they're gonna see they're gonna see like a note that's referencing the podcast recording tonight and be like mm-hmm. oh shit she got a podcast <laughs> This is a wealth of information. <laughs> then they, they they log on and they're just like, oh man. Uh, <laughs> how many episodes did they make of this? How they long spent 10 they? minutes talking about how they so love their podcast so much. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the part where we make fun of Elon Musk and they're like, oh, this is a crime now. We must report this. <laughs> we have to exhume their bodies. <laughs> put those put us on trial. <laughs> put just like our dead like skeletons on trial. Yeah, Pope Sinatus. Did you say this about Emperor Elon Musk? God Emperor Elon God Musk. God Emperor Musk. Uh, uh, and it's like, yes, you know what? If, I, if my skeleton is on trial hundreds of years from now, you should fucking know, yes, I did say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm you've already determined that you're going to be a... Back. You've already determined that you're going to be a ghost in the future. So yeah. just like, I guess, inhabit your skeleton yeah. and say, fuck you, yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I'll say it again, Elon Musk. What you gonna do? I'm already dead. And they'll be like, actually, I uh, I paid for a bunch of scientists to do this thing where they like I I saw Ghostbusters yeah. and then decided to do Ghostbusters with my money. Yeah. And that's what happens yeah, to my can, ghost. The containment uh. unit exists now and it hurts. <laughs> anyway, I slapped my like I slapped like an Elon Musk sticker on it, so that way you know that I came up with it. <laughs> That'll be five hundred dollars. <laughs> they like, the charge ghost. my they charge my descendants. No, they, like, they, God they damn it, great grandma. Yeah, they cut the the rent has the the ghosts have to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's free keeping this chamber open? Oh, this is the worst. I hate every single thing about this. <laughs> oh, the future is cursed. It's great. The present is also cursed. Yeah, every time in history has been cursed is yeah. basically. I know that time, uh, the Dark Ages for everyone that wasn't in Europe was seemed pretty cool. Oh, honestly, the Middle Ages for people who were in Europe, like as long as you avoided the plague years, were honestly not that bad either. I was thinking about that. I mean, yeah, you you avoid the pogroms and yeah. the you know the crusades. Hey, yeah. Those bitches didn't have to work during their plague. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we had to work during ours, which is bullshit. <laughs> and they, I'm sure, I'm sure nobody was going around to to the people in the Middle Ages trying to survive their plague, being like, "Well, now you have time to finish your novel," and they'd be like, "What's a fucking novel?" You know, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that they had it easy. I'm saying they had it easier than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was... uh, all they had to worry about was if a bunch of uh, Christians showed up and said, hey, why are you killing everyone by poisoning the wells? Get yeah. out of here or we'll burn your house yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, people living in medieval Europe died more through free viol- time, certainly. <laughs> died through violence less frequently than people in many other ages in history. I'm not saying it wasn't violent. I'm not saying that the things that happened there weren't terrible, like then weren't terrible. I'm just saying if you're looking at pure numbers of like people who died from violence and disease, again, as long as you miss those like big events, pretty good for the most part. Um, I, I will say though, I was thinking about this earlier in the week, having to get up, uh, for work in the days following the time change for, mm-hmm. for daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like daylight savings time fucking sucks. I know that there's people like, but you get more daytime in the like later on. It's like, yeah, 
but I have to be at work like really early in the morning, like to the point where the sun does not come up until after I've arrived at my job. The worst mm-hmm. part is like we have there's like a week before daylight savings time mm-hmm. when we're like finally we're like, yeah, it's like oh finally this we is go nice. to work in like, the daylight and yeah. it's like oh this seems normal. And then the government is yeah. like, no, no, fuck you, bitch. Don't and you're work going in the back dark. In the dark. <laughs> like the, Which, the, it's the worst week. This yeah. is the worst week mm-hmm. of the year for us. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, we go from yeah. going, going in the nice, happy sunshine, like we're normal people. And then it's like, no mole people get back in your car. <laughs> and it's still dark out. And it, it was, I was just thinking like, while I was driving to work uh, on like one of the first days this week, that like you know at least medieval peasants didn't have to start their day until after sunrise right mm-hmm. like <laughs> i yeah <laughs> like that seems like that made more sense yeah i was talking to my coworkers about it and i was saying that we should just like change our operating hours so yeah. that it's like offset by an hour so yes. it's like yeah. yeah yeah we're open 10 to 6 fuck you yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you can call it whatever you want, but yeah. our, we're not changing for you. Yeah. It's it's they, we they wouldn't bite. We do it by the by the sun by the sundial. We're not going to move our sundial. Yeah. <laughs> when the sundial says it's this time, it's this time. Mm-hmm. The um, if you okay, so so this is like we're we are taking a long time to avoid getting to the topic of <laughs> conversation like, of nerdy media. Yeah, but meandering. I it's think fine, we're doing fine. fine. We're, we're talking about like this is entertaining. We're talking about like Mars ghosts and like yeah. <laughs> medieval really, history and stuff. We're talking about all you'd kinds really of stuff. like rather have our like hot takes on like Marvel or something instead of this amazing yarn that we've spun for you about uh, Elon Musk. And honestly, let's talk about future Musk. Yeah, honestly, like I. It's going to be a lot of the same stuff as the last two weeks, at least on our end. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: We did not finish Utena. No, no, I didn't either. Um, so I was thinking, if you could choose a time and place besides now that you if you wanted to live, if you'd be okay, like being transported back to that time and being like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna like uh, keep the prime directive. I'm gonna be just live <laughs> as a person here. Where would you be most comfortable doing that? Oh, Question. Yes. Do I get to pick what social standing I am? Or do I have to stick with the social standing that I was born into? Mm, how about we do both? Okay. I would say if if I had to pick, if it was um, the social standing that I was born into, 100% like... I think I would make it good in like Jane Austen, England. Like, like I think era. I would do well in the Regency era or the, the third turn of the 18th century. And I'm going to tell you why. Daughter okay? of a military officer. No, but that's it. It's like my parents are like, my dad is a military officer and they own property. So mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, I was like the fourth kid. Also, we had, a, they had a son who inherited who would inherit the property. So it's like, I can fuck around and do whatever. (laughs) Like maybe I'll like go shack up with a girl for like a couple of months and people are a couple of years and people would be like, they're just roommates. Like, no, hell yeah. Like I am, I am bisexual. I'm into like writing. I can play the violin. I would clean the fuck up in regency <laughs> era england with both men and women and like seriously you put a I lot think... of thought into that answer <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying like you cannot tell me i have big tits and a thick ass you cannot tell me that i would not be the star of the season whenever i came out and they would be like damn that girl with that ass and they'll be like yeah hell yeah i am telling you i've got red hair the, there's like, there's only there's only yes. there's only one problem with okay. this like fantasy okay um and that is regency english irish catholic that's fair i we're scottish actually oh you're scottish we didn't okay. become irish catholic uh, okay, so brief family history time on my part. Um, mm. My my family is anyway like there's like All a branch of my family count. that came directly onto the Mayflower. 
Mm -hmm. Um, there is, uh, but there, there's a branch. The reason why we're Irish is because, uh, we were the Scottish people that got sent over to Ireland for, I think being either being the wrong type of Protestant or going to go convert the Catholics. It was one of the two. Mm. And the place where, where my family ended up is actually called, cause I've been there. Um, and I did a whole, I won a grant to do a research project on this. Um, the place that we ended up is actually called the town of the Scots or the mm. town of the foreigners. And so because of that, they really retained a lot of their Scottish identity and they never really, um, they never like, I guess like melded into Irish society. So I think because of that, because I think of because that of that, heritage. I would just be like, oh no, yeah. she's, she's, she's just a sassy Scottish lady with big tits. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm going to, fuck that in the garden and i'd be like hey i'm bisexual and they'd be like oh man i'd be like yeah i'm gonna go have me a roommate and then maybe get a sugar daddy on the side i am telling you <laughs> really but i think it would be fun oh my god i could dress as a man sometimes and play violin okay no this is it you know what <laughs> anything else that's what i'm doing that's what i'm okay. doing i'm going back to regency england i am i am gonna embrace I will be some type of non-binary. I don't know, switching back and forth. There was that woman who uh, was like, "I'm doing it." Who I'm was doing the, it. the opera singer duelist? What? I don't. I don't think it was that time period, but um, the opera singer duelist woman, uh, Julia something or other. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think I do. A French woman. Yes. Oh, I speak French. Oh fuck yeah! I'm doing so good. Oh yeah. Uh, Julie de Abgenet? Yes, I think that's the one. I I definitely mispronounced that, but it's close enough. Yeah, no, she was, but she was an opera singer, and she was bisexual and like a sword fighter. And oh hell yeah! And would duel men. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, she's 17th century France. 17th yeah. century, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Then I'm going back as her. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, or or like 18th century. Like ancient century America, I also think that I would I like if I was a man in 18th century America, I think I would clean up. <laughs> is like the other thing. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't want to go back in time unless I get to be knee deep in both pussy and dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I, don't, I I'm trying. I've been thinking, trying to think of an answer to this question, and I'm like. Every time in history has sucked. Like as like I said earlier, like ev literally every time <laughs> really? in history. Because my fantasy <laughs> sounds amazing. Like, like I don't know. Like so let, I could go let, back in yeah. time and like like visit for a week, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. be like camping, but it's like live a life in like any time period, like Really, honestly, for me, like any time period before the internet existed, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> like, like coming back with me to, to 19th century England? Like, especially being like, you know, being a dude, it's like, oh, yeah, well, like my chances of being like killed in a war or like horribly maimed in some like fa factory accident. It's like, no, no, I don't think I want any of that. Mm -hmm. Alex, where uh, where are you going? Well, I was thinking about it, and I I had to look up. Well, when was estradiol invented? And the answer <laughs> is the 1920s. And so the answer is no earlier than that. Kindly, <laughs> fair enough. Fair but enough. I think I think I I think I'd vibe well with the 20s. You know, it's yeah. it's yeah. before before the Soviet Union had kind of become this like ominous obelisk you know it was still the hope and, and things could have still been better um you know there was there was a real you know revolutionary kind of fervor that could have taken place in germany and and other parts it's like i mean it did so just the wrong way around just the wrong time the, the reactionary fervor took place that's not the same thing uh, but um you know it's it's an interesting time of of you know this of course hardship you know there's no time as you say all time is cursed but uh i don't know i'd, I'd kind of vibe with it that's fair you know spend i don't know the the um 
the queer scene in Berlin in the 20s. Yeah, Weimar Berlin would be. Actually, yeah. actually, that would be a, that's a really good answer. <laughs> See, that's like a good vacation, but yeah. you stick yeah. around. You, you don't want to stay house. there for longer <laughs> yeah. than like 10 like, years. Yeah, but... you, uh, you fuck up, you miss your, uh, you miss your hop back to the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, that would, that would also be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be like, a, yeah, a nice place to visit. <laughs> like you, there's a lot of places where it's like, well, it's good from like this point in time to this point in time, but before and after that is just like nightmare okay. land. To go mm. back to a uh, 19th century Regency era, just real, real quick. I would die in childbirth before mm. I had to live in the Victorian era. Are you so, sure you wouldn't die of like consumption or something? I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I got <laughs> close. Yeah, now you're Might right. Might fuck around and die. I'm, of I'm really, I'm really like pushing the the like I'm gonna have sex with everyone angle. So I'm probably dying of some uncurable STD before I die in childbirth. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, right. Like, like no, no penicillin. So like, once you catch syphilis, that's it. Like you are done. <laughs> like a slow, painful death. Fuck. That's Never the mind. benefit that's of the awesome. 20s. It's like there's a bunch of new medica- medicines coming out. Yeah. So. Like, the, the, that's, that's the, true. That's the thing is it's like, like every time period does have its like benefits and its drawbacks, right? Like, mm-hmm. again, Weimar Berlin seems like a really cool place to be for those like 10 years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then like, you know, before and after it is just, again, this horrible place. Like, like when you think about. I mean, but- Pre-war German, like pre-World War One Germany yeah, wasn't pre-World War One Germany. Mm-hmm. Yes, but mm-hmm. I mean, like again, just before Weimar Germany was the like during like, the war was during the war. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I I just I feel like anyone that's ever like, oh yeah, I would want to live in this time period. I'm like, no, they didn't have flushing toilets back then. No, you don't. <laughs> Like you might, again, you might want to visit, you might want to like hang out for a bit and like see stuff and like, but like, I don't know, a a person. Vacation in Tang Dynasty, China. The past. Exactly. The past is, is a, I have often said this, the past is a very smelly place. (laughs) Like it just, like just purely based off of differences in like hygiene expectations it's like again any any period in time before like 1970 is just gonna stink and like this is only a a thing that like i know i feel like this this is a topic of discussion that only like straight white men can have and be like oh and this will be fine because like you know i'll be in charge wherever but like again my thought on it is yeah maybe but then like you get you horribly die in a futile war. But baby, like baby, I will by send machinery. you the sexiest letters <laughs> about my, that my would, exploits. That London. would make the 18 months that I'd spend at sea <laughs> dying of scurvy sound like feel much better. If I Meanwhile, ever like them. I'm in, I'm enjoying the season in London and like, hobnobbing and having a wonderful time (laughs) today i went to a playhouse and then later i sucked a woman's pussy i'm so sorry meanwhile meanwhile nick is like at the battle of trafalgar (laughs) (laughs) anyway how are you babe lol (laughs) and it's like he's like i lost my arm yeah yeah, my family wasn't rich enough to afford a commission. So yeah, I would absolutely be in the Napoleonic Wars, like like on the front lines. Ugh. Anyway. Um, Whoops. What it's we, fine. What have we been up to? Let's... Uh. What have we been up to? I'm so sorry. We've been watching... We've been continuing your tenna. We finished... I apologize. We finished um, the first uh, part of Utena. We finished the first arc and then oh, Nick the- got to the clip show and was like, why couldn't we have just watched this? And I was like, because you wouldn't have gotten the Curry episode. <laughs> it so reminds- you've seen you've seen the student council arc. Then, yes. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you've seen the student council uh, arc in the and first started two the three Black episodes Rose. of the Black Rose. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I apologize. I forgot how fucked Utena gets um 
Like there is a lot of incest and sexual assault. Yeah, like there's a lot yeah. of it. Like that's been like that, that like every time it's like, oh, like I was making jokes about it at first with like Mickey and his sister and like the guy on the student council and his sister. And because mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like clearly there. Mm-hmm. But then like with this story arc with like Anthony and her brother. brother, I'm like, oh yeah. my god, no. Yeah. And like every episode so far has ended with that. I'm like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to see this. Like once seeing this once was enough to know to get you to know, okay, here's the thing that's happening. And it just it feels gratuitous because like it so far has nothing to do with the overall story. It's just mm. something else terrible to throw in. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about that, like blocked it from my mind. Yeah. It's and so I have, you know, gross. Like, yeah. I just like at the end of every episode, I just flip the fuck out because it's just. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not like someone who gets very squeamish about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but like I said, it just, it feels gratuitous and it feels unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. it's like, yeah. And it, it's like happening without anyone else knowing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the point is that you understand. Cause I think a lot of people go through watching the student council arc and they're like, what the fuck is on deal? And then mm-hmm. the Black Rose arc is supposed to be like, this is her deal. <laughs> this mm. is why she is. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that really, like, okay. So, like, the, the real, an- like, why is she like this? And the real answer is she's the Rose Bride. The problem is the show doesn't ever want to tell you what the fuck that means. Yeah. So it'd be like, if we knew what that meant, like, even a little <laughs> bit, even at all. Mm-hmm. It would probably explain why she's like this. And you don't then need to add in rapey brother mm-hmm. to like make that work. <laughs> like, I, I guess that's, I don't know. I'm, I've been complaining a lot about it. I, I just, I feel like, like what we were saying last time, like I see a lot of potential in the show mm-hmm. and I see, like, I kind of understand why people like were really into it. Like back in the day. But it's just like it is not aged well, and it's no. just it. It's so like there's a lot of really big problems with it, and it just feels gross a lot yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get I guess that the point is supposed to be like, Auntie's like a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. but like. She could she's, do without a couple of those distresses. She's not mm. in distress for any of the reasons that the protagonist has dealt with so far. Like, I don't know. Literally every time we've gotten to a duel, like less so now with the blue rose, like what were the, the, the blue rose, the black rose arc. Um, like I, I, I kind of get more of like, okay, this is what's at stake. Like if, if, Utena loses, then Anthe's going to die. And it's like that, okay, that feels like a threat and I get the reason why she's fighting. There were some, like, episodes in the in the first arc, though, where I was just like, what happens if she loses? Like, she's like, I can't lose, I have to win. Like, but why, though? I like, mean, for the Sanji ones, it makes sense. For the Sanji one, it makes sense, because Sanji was a dick. But, like, for, like, anyone else, it's like, okay, well, Utena doesn't really have a dog in this fight not not really like you can make a case that she has a dog in the fight with with mickey maybe and then with jury it's like she really doesn't but then what happens is is the 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 sword falls in such a way that it's like it's just by happenstance yeah yeah yeah. it's more by happenstance it it just by or by miracle which is like the point of that episode Mm -hmm. um I don't know. It's just like, well, you don't know what the Rose Bride is. We don't know what the Rose Bride is. We don't know like wh- what is going on. What what would happen if you like? We don't know what the stakes are. Yeah. And the main character doesn't know what the stakes are, and that just makes it feel like there are none through most of the <laughs> yeah. first arc of that show. Um. 
again, there are some exceptions. Like the first two duels, like you kind of were like, okay, well, this guy's a dick. And you just, you, you don't want Anthony to go back to her because he's a dick and he's like yeah. slaps her around and stuff. It's like, yeah, I get that. But like, even with Mickey, I mean, like Mickey kind of becomes a dick towards the end of the episode, but it's literally mm-hmm. just like, why does he want to win the duel? So he has someone to play piano with. Yeah. And like, doesn't she actually like want to lose to him? Or is that the one of the other ones? No, that was the second Seiyunji episode. second Seiyunji yeah. one. And then she realizes that she has to win because otherwise Alfie right. is going back to an abusive situation. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and like Mickey for, for all his faults, you know, he's, he's not like hostile right. to Anthe or Utena. Like they have lunch together. Right. And he goes over to their place it, all the just, time. Like, it makes it feel so strange just because they're just yeah. buddies and they hang out and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> what if you, what if he won? Like what is literally, what is the worst thing that could have happened? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. And so it's like, I don't know. And I feel like, I feel like they should like, they're, they have those answers. They're just holding them in reserve to mm-hmm. make it like more of a mystery. But it's like, I got to know something like, mm-hmm. like Twin Peaks is like a weird and cerebral like, like show. But it's like, I know like Bob's a being of pure evil and he kills people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's something that I can wrap my head around and I understand why it's bad and why it should be stopped. Like, even if I don't know like what half of the other, like, like weird shit is actually supposed to be about. I'm like, well, we got to stop Bob or like, even in like season three, like even in the return, it's like, we got to stop evil Cooper. Cause like we're seeing evil Cooper do evil shit. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Oh, good Cooper needs to come back. And to do that, we're going through this like weird mind fuck of a, of a whatever, but like, it's all building towards like at the end of the day, it's still like, I understand what the stakes are. I understand what happens if the protagonist fails mm-hmm. and like, I understand why there needs to be a five minute scene of someone sweeping a floor. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. It's, it's, <laughs> oh that's there because it's great. Shut up. So what, what, uh, which episode is the last one you saw? Like what was the last duel that you all saw? Oh, um, was it Mickey's, Mickey's sister? sister. Mickey's mm-hmm. sister. Okay. All right. So you haven't gotten to the cowbell episode yet. No. Oh God. That's coming up uh... next. I love the cowbell. Like, that's like another fun filler. And it was one of those things where I had forgotten about the cowbell episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really like, oh, no, there's no more fillers. And then uh, I posted something on Facebook when I saw it. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. There's more. It made me really happy. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, uh, I was pretty pleased. I, I will say I did like, I mean, the Curry episode was fun. I liked it. I That, mm-hmm. that was like. That's the one episode so far where I've just been like, okay, all right, this is fine. You like the kangaroo fight. I like the kangaroo fight because it kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere. And like, was that not the, cur- I guess that wasn't the same yeah, that episode. Wasn't the cur- no, that was, that was the one with the little kid that. Oh yeah. Is in love with, uh, yeah. It's in love with Nanami. That was another, that was another kind of fun one. I don't remember, but like, those are the ones that feel like they have the least to do with the overall story. Mm-hmm. Like, because like again, if it was like, just a, a series full of filler episodes, do you think you'd be happier? Maybe. Just because the overall story, like, again, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. Like, now now that we're in the Black Rose Society thing, like, that makes that makes more sense. For to- now. I totally, I totally, well, I mean, but okay. But I yeah. get what the stakes are. Like, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, I get mm-hmm. what happens if they lose. Okay. Our goal is to kill the rose bride so that you can become the rose bride and that we can get the powers and use them the way that we want. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what the rose bride is. I still don't know what powers you have, but I understand that you have them. Yeah. And I understand that it would be a bad thing for murderous people to have it. And I also mm-hmm. understand it's a bad thing to have these characters, like to have someone die. But like, that was literally never a like a stake of any of the previous fights like death was never ever on the line as far as i was able to tell like right yeah and so it's just kind of well okay well what are the stakes then if they're not fighting to the death then what is the problem if she loses yeah i've said like i feel like i've said that a lot so (laughs) Eh, that's fair um 
I don't know. I think that's. Do you have anything that you want to say about? Just it? that I'm sorry that I that I brought up Utena because yeah, I I forgot I mean, about that whole subplot. Yeah, it's it's gross. I don't know. I don't like that. But I'm sure I'm sure things will resolve. I hope and that that won't just continue to happen just in secret, where it's just like <laughs> you know and say and she knows, but nobody else knows. Yeah. And it's will, just that feeling for the rest of the show. Yeah. yeah. I will say, having just finished the Black Rose arc, um, that plot point doesn't really get brought up again. Oh my god. In the rest of the Black Rose arc, at God least. damn it. Oh, I hate so, it. Oh. <laughs> so you don't you don't you don't get reminded of it. And that's kind of why I'd forgotten because like it's only in the first couple episodes of that. But that they- uh, you do you do keep going back to that brother. Yeah. But like, you know, I guess I don't know. It's weird because because Utena will go to like, I don't know, have tea with him occasionally. So. <sighs> but yeah, no, I I had gotten to the end of the, the Black Rose arc and I I think I watched the first of the next arc, which is another um, clip show. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And then I, I kind of took a break from Utena because um, I, I kind of wanted to wait for y'all to catch up a bit more. Mm, that's fair. But um, I instead started watching a show called Arte. Called uh, what? Arte. Arte. Uh, A-R-T-E. Okay. It's on Funimation. Uh, it came out pretty recently, I think. Uh, I think like last year. But it's it's a historic, like non-fantasy setting uh, set in Florence in the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And it's about a young woman who wants to be an artist. Oh, and cool. it's about her trials and tribulations of trying to be an artist in in Renaissance Florence. And you know, it's it's, you know, a small 12 episode series. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a sequel. It's just a very kind of nice little package half of it is um in florence the other half is in venice she goes to venice for a while um and i don't know it was it was it was interesting uh if if you are interested in art and art history give give it a check uh otherwise maybe give it a pass but uh yeah let's see it's i'm assuming it's an anime yeah it's an anime um That's an odd subject for an anime to be about. I know that they do like historical anime, but that just, it just seems like not like a very common like time period for them to focus on. Yeah. It was weird to hear them speak Italian Um, (laughs) because they, they would like, it was dubbed into English, but they would pepper in like uh, greetings and, and good like ciao and and like that and be like, it's a little, little weird, but okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't really have much to add about that. The only other thing that I really kind of did was I continued to watch. Um, what's it called? Uh, Host Club or on Host Club? Mm. Oh, how's that going? Uh, uh, I'm like three episodes away from the end. Nice. Um, and. I every every time they approach like any sort of LGBT plus like interaction that's not I just like I don't know I I sigh because <laughs> <laughs> there's some things where it's like oh like they they are they kind of like, get presenting, it they kind of get it and then other things it's like. No, <laughs> I had a very similar experience recently. I'll talk about it when I talk about my next thing. But yeah, but it's like you know the um when, when did it come out? Like two thousand six, I think so. And, and I guess I guess for like two thousand six, it's it's pretty on point. But like, I, it's another one that I don't think has aged particularly well. Um. Yeah, no, they keep they keep bringing up the the slur that ends in Y whenever mm. they deal with uh, uh, Haruhi's mm. dad. And like, I, it's clear that he's like reclaimed it or claimed it, 
but like I I don't appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And yeah. then and then they have they have a a, a a whole school full of lesbians. Um <laughs> and they villainize them Aww. for trying to steal Haruhi away. And it's like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> anyway. But uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. My sister, my sister is glaring at me for speaking ill of uh, our own high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have apparently completely broken her heart. Uh... I've complained while we're watching, Lily. You're not, <laughs> you're not learning anything you didn't already know. Um. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah. So other than that, <laughs> she says it's her favorite. <laughs> Um, um but yeah no you know we that, we've all had problematic phase yeah. over the years yeah but um but yeah, so what what else have y'all been up to because like i i have been uh busy with uh playing D D pathfinder with yeah. actually with y'all um, yeah no that's been fun i've been really mm-hmm. i'm really liking this game that we've that we've been a part of so yeah i'm looking forward to to it um i enjoy the character and i enjoy y'all's characters too oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) they're very different characters i feel like from like what we've been playing so i think that's one of the reasons why we're just kind of sinking our teeth into them so much more Mm -hmm. um like like honestly if we could just like have the dm not be there one day and just have like all of our characters just have a filler episode That would be fun. I don't know. I don't know. That that particular DM, I think, would be down for, like, giving us, like, 15, 20 minutes to just, like, dick around. I feel like um, that's what the entire first session was, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was clearly a path for us to go down, but we were just like, no, we're going to fuck uh... around here for a little bit instead. <laughs> like, oh, I see, it. I see where the story is. The story's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were a few points in time where I was like, so, but the story, though, guys, and everyone else is like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay. We're, just, we're just having fun. Oops, uh, sorry. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I don't know. The whole, the, playing, playing D&D um, online, which is what we've been doing for the better part of a year is. For over a year now. For over point. a year now is, is interesting, you know. Yeah. Um, so I've jumped back into Yakuza Kiwami. Oh God. Which was the thing that I was like, oh yeah, I had a similar experience, Alex. Um, so Yakuza Kiwami is, is a remake of a game, which I believe was also from 2006, the original, the original Mm -hmm. Yakuza. Um, and it is very, it has a weird tone. Where, like, okay. a lot of things are very serious and, like, a lot of things are very silly. And it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to tell what's supposed to be what. But there has been one storyline that I was kind of, like, a sub-story that I was kind of involved in where uh, you you go to a host club or hostess club, I guess. Um, and the hostess that you're hanging out with there is gay. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun because it's like it's a dating it's a dating sim, but it's like you're dating this woman who doesn't really have any interest in you. And there's like no indication throughout the story that it's anything other than just, oh, I'm bored at work. You're like the only good customer. Come and hang out with me kind of a thing. (laughs) So it's like it's fun for that reason. And then like you go there and she's like, there's this really pretty girl that I want to go on a date with, but I don't know if she wants to go with me. And so you just give her dating advice and all this stuff. And it's like, it's wholesome and fun and cute because like, I don't know. One of the first conversations you have with her when she reveals that she's gay is like, well, like, is it weird working at a hostess club if you're like not interested in men? And she's like, Eh, maybe a little bit, but I mean, where else can I meet all the cutest girls? Like, they all work here. <laughs> it's like, well, you got a point there. Um, and so it's like this really cute, like, wholesome side quest. And, like, at the end of it, it, it culminates. Ruin it. Yeah. Well, it culminates with 
um, I'm going to like ask the girl out, like this girl that I have a crush on, I'm going to ask her out. And you're like, encourage her to go do it. And she does it. And then like you run into her later on the street and she's left the date. And it seems like it hasn't gone well. So you go up and you talk to her and it's like, no, like it just wasn't working out. Like I, I realized that I built up this other version of this woman in my head and she's not really the kind of person who I thought she was. And so I left the date early and you give her like this pep talk about like, well, you can't just like judge people. Like it's just like really a, like actually again for 2006, which is when the original game came out, very like progressive speech about like, you can't just break people down into like these ideas of like masculine and feminine basically, because like she's like, she's a girly girl who's into other girly girls kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh no, but she was too butch for me basically is the speech that she gives. Mm-hmm. And and Kiryu, the main character, who's like this, you know, big hulking Yakuza guy is just like, you can't just break people down into masculine and feminine. Like everyone is going to be completely unique. And like those categories don't always work. I'm like, go, no, yeah, Kiryu said gay rights. Like, <laughs> and it's like really sweet the entire time. Because um, Kiryu is kind of a big dumb He's a big dumb himbo. himbo and I love him. <laughs> and then like at the end of the conversation, she's basically like... Well, like, no, you've now you've switched me and now I want to go on a date with you. And I'm like, no, you've ruined this. Like, and like it, it. to their to their credit, Kiryu does turn her down. And he's like, no, you're not going to like I'm not I'm not going to expect you to go out with me like you. You love women and I'm not a woman. And like it wouldn't work out like so that's kind of fun. But then the but then like the very last thing is, well, I want to give you this. And you get like this sexy video of what I'm assuming was her character model actor because like i think pretty much everyone in that game series is like modeled off of a real person so they Mm -hmm. give you this video of like the the actress like writhing around on a bed in lingerie and i'm like no i didn't want this i didn't ask for this (laughs) you're making me feel like a creepy pervert when i just wanted to help the gay girl go on a date like Mm. like it was it was fun it was wholesome like i got to beat up a homophobe at the end of this story Kiryu said gay rights like mm-hmm. that was what I wanted and now I just feel like a creepy pervert like I literally I didn't know that was how the storyline was going to end I did not ask for this I did not want it like I, if if given the choice I would have turned this down because it made me feel weird like mm-hmm. I became invested in this character as like oh it's Kiryu's gay hostess friend and it's like that's an interesting idea um, and I liked hanging out with her. I liked seeing where her storyline was going. And then like at the very end, it was just like, it, it, it kind of, it, I wouldn't say it ruined it. Cause I still love the rest of the storyline. And I still mm-hmm. love like the, this, the, the speech that Kiryu gives at the end, I still think is great. It's just like, but, but then you reward me with like sex and that's not, it, it just made me feel really skeezy and gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It, the, other than that, like Yakuza Kiwami, like the Yakuza games are like fucking great. Um, there's just, they're so goofy and so fun. Um, and I'm, I'm very, getting very, very near to the end of it. I'll probably will have it beaten by the time we record again. Um, but, and I'll probably go in and play, play some more of the games in the series. Cause this is my first run through and i've heard from a lot of people that like the first one is the worst and that it really doesn't get like good good until like yakuza 3 so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm interested in seeing where the series goes from here and the new one is kind of a soft reboot with a new main character um that's more of a like a regular rpg which very very strange idea mm-hmm. but i'm interested in seeing uh where that goes um the other thing that i wanted to talk about this week it's not not our usual uh not our usual fare. Um okay. and I, I talked to Lisa Zier about the uh, off oh, about God. this the other night, but I discovered a new band. <laughs> um, okay. So <laughs> I put out a call on my Facebook page the other day for like weird death metal, because I've been kind of on a death metal kick recently. Oh, is this the one you posted on my Discord? Yes. Did you listen okay. to it? I did listen to it. <laughs> what did you think? Um, it was interesting. Uh, I 
yeah, it was it was interesting. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember much, but um, I was so I put out a call for like a death metal. I'll go I'll go I'll finish the story. So a lot of people like I was like, all right, I've been listening to a lot of Amonomarth, which is like Viking death metal, and like Battlemaster, which is uh virginia based uh like dnd themed like thrash mm-hmm. death metal and i was like i want kind of more bands like that where it's like it's like a little bit more fun i suppose like it's not taking itself too too seriously mm-hmm. um and people like were giving me a lot of really good recommendations but one person recommended a band called panopticon which I've actually heard, I had heard of before and I put them on my band camp, but I never actually listened to them. So I'm like, all right, well, if I put them on my band camp, it must've been for a reason. So let me check them out. Um, and it turned out it was because they were, uh, it's actually, I say, I keep saying they and like the band, but it's actually mostly one guy mm-hmm. playing all the instruments with like very few exceptions. Um, and he's, he's a red anarchist who, does does death metal and bluegrass uh and does concept albums about like coal mining in kentucky uh (laughs) and shit like that yeah yeah um and so it's like it's so unbelievably just in my wheelhouse (laughs) and like i think the reason why i added them before was uh because i had seen a list of like uh, left wing, like heavy metal bands that you should listen to. And there, there was a few others that I picked up and I'm like, I'll check this guy out later. This sounds really interesting. And I just never did. Um, mm-hmm. But now that I've listened, I've, I listened to one album and then I was like, fuck, this is really good. And so I just <laughs> bought another album and listened to that all the way through. And then I bought another one and I'm just like, I'm going through his entire discography and it's just, all of it is incredible. And again, mm-hmm. most of it is just one guy. He plays guitar, bass, drums, accordion, um, banjo. Uh, I'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were like, like, uh, lap steel. Is there some flute? Like, I I don't think he plays. Yeah. There's some like pan flute in some of them. I don't Mm -hmm. know if he plays that. He does get some guest musicians occasionally if it's something that he can't play, but it's like most of that is just this one guy. And I'm just like, it's crazy good. And like the songs just go through all these different movements. And like a lot of them are just like, you know, really loud, like black metal. And then like, he'll do like a bluegrass song and they'll be all like side to side on the same album. And it's just like, in the same track, yeah. Because if I'm remembering yeah. our, the song you shared correctly, <laughs> that's yeah. why I shared that one. Because I'm just like, just listen to what the fuck this <laughs> is. Um, it's so good. Uh, I appreciated it. Uh, anyway, yeah. No, that's so. That's kind of been my obsession. I've been like listening to his albums, like kind of back to back to back recently. And I'm just like, well, like now I'm hooked. Like, I can't believe that it took me this long to get into this band. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you're aware of it for so long and then you finally give it a shot. And I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah. Um, did you, uh, did you get it on vinyl? I, I did end up getting one of them on vinyl. I, I haven't got, I obviously like this was two days ago, so I haven't gotten it yeah. yet, but I ordered, he has one concept album uh, about uh, the seventh seal um, called on the subject of morality. Mm-hmm. And so I, I ordered that one on vinyl cause it's supposed to be like one of his better ones. Uh, the other one that I'm like really interested in, he's got like a, the, that I was interested in getting on vinyl, but it's also like, it's four discs in total. So like to get both volumes, oh, it's like, like 60 bucks on vinyl. Um, but it's, it's a two hour long concept album about like man's like impact on the environment. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, again, just incredibly in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Anyway. Sounds, sounds, what's the the band called again? Panopticon. Okay. Sounds interesting. I may have to check out more of their stuff. Um, you should listen to um, like half the tracks on Kentucky 
are just the, the, the concept album about mining in Kentucky mm-hmm. are just um, old protest songs. Okay. Uh, so it's got uh, Come All You Coal Miners, uh, Which Side Are You On? Mm-hmm. A classic. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what there's another one. Um, maybe Black Soot and Red Blood, maybe. There, I don't know. The, the, this is another, like, it's a, just an amazing album. Like, the first mm-hmm. and last songs I think you'd also really like. Well, so is there it seems like we're kind of losing energy kind of running out of things yeah and we had a really long episode last time didn't we yeah we were yeah we for did like almost so. two hours so yeah so i think we maybe owe it to our listeners for another short one yeah yeah um but uh but yeah so God, thank you you're all. still probably getting through the one from like two weeks ago aren't you <laughs> listeners all three of you <laughs> we appreciate each and every one of you but uh, yeah, so if that's if we're gonna call it for the night, then uh, my name is Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And we've been some nerds of a podcast. You all have a wonderful night. Take care, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs>